That can only mean one thing, and that is that Cousin Rick is calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk. Good morning, Cousin Rick. Good morning, R.T. How are you? How are you this morning? Well, we were waxing nostalgia there with some of those songs you were playing. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I mean, you know, not surprising, but, uh, uh, you know, from uh, conferring with you, uh, obviously, uh, your mother, who is my mom's sister, had a lot of the same repertoire, <laughs> which, was, which was interesting and odd, I guess you would say. You'll have to get the Arthur Godfrey version of the Two Fat Polka. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Uh, yeah, I have to add to Next the, year. Next year, next year. That's something something to look forward to there. So, uh, yeah, cool. Well, um, well, what's, what's the weather like there in Needham? It's a gray day, and it's probably around freezing. Hmm. And uh, we still have some snow and ice on the ground from a storm we had the other day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so that's uh, pretty exciting stuff. It's not too bad if the sun is out, but on these gray days, it's uh, depressing. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, uh, the winter solstice is coming, and uh, so the the light will be returning, you know. So something to look forward to. Not to mention Inauguration Day (laughs) and Christmas. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, what do you have for us today? What do I have today? Is there something special? (laughs) Oh, it's always special. Yeah, yeah, it better be. <laughs> are you looking for a little lead in there, or you got? Do you have something? No, uh, I'm not. I'm just not. looking at my notes here. Oh, and uh, remember last time we talked about uh, the Black Friday deals that you could get on a used car. Ah, uh, yes. Right, and the folks at iccars.com have a kind of a corollary to that. That if you miss the Black Friday deals. They have come up with the best times to buy a used car throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember your dad, who was uh, my mom's brother-in-law, <laughs> saying that you could the best time to buy a new car was in January because the dealers are dying out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, and similarly with used cars, actually the uh, you can get say 40% more deals than average by shopping on Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, along with that, in the, the entire month, month of January, it's uh, around 29% more deals. And then in February, it's 22% more deals. So you see a trend here in the cold months the dealers are dying. They want to. They want to sell cars. Plus, they get uh, more inventory in from starting with uh, the Black Friday deals. And again, New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, you get twenty percent more deals. Mm-hmm. And see. the worst times to buy a car is Fourth of July. There are eighteen percent fewer deals on the Fourth of July. And again, similarly, in June and July. And also Father's Day, although I would think that they'd want to sell cars to guys that are looking to maybe have a midlife crisis and <laughs> get a car on Father's Day. So that's the latest from icycars.com. I see. I see cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are, are you ready? 
I got some here. I'm ready, Teddy. Okay, here we go. Right, so there's our intro. Oh, you're you're prodding me with Bronco. <laughs> yes, and we do have Bronco news. There you go. And uh, it's well, in a way, it's not good news. The Ford Bronco, who was, uh, which was, I should say, uh, they were going to start taking orders in December, like this week. It's been put back to mid-January because. With the COVID pandemic, the supply chain has been interrupted, so they're not getting the parts they need to make enough cars to start selling them. And so then they'll be available later in 2021. So I think that adverse Bronco news has the folks at uh, Chrysler Jeep or Fiat Chrysler Jeep doing a little uh, holiday dance that uh, their competition has kind of hobbled a bit. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's unfortunate, but uh, we'll have a little bit of a delay there, I guess. Yep. Yep. But in other automotive news, the a company called Aptera has announced their solar-powered car that they say never needs charging. It's a car that has, it's, a two, it's only a two-seater. It kind of looks like an Arelco shaver on three wheels. <laughs> Just in time but for Christmas. <laughs> the, the whole upper surface of the car has solar cells on it. And the company claims that the car will have enough uh, energy from being outside that you could go 45 miles every day, which most people would uh, need to commute to work and back without ever having to charge the car. Although, if you do want to, uh, there are battery options. There'll be battery options that you can get a battery that's big enough to drive 1,000 miles before you have to recharge. And uh, they, uh, it looks like one of these solar racer cars. Like I said, it's like a swoopy. Mm-hmm. It's a two-seater. You have two uh, people in front. It's got three wheels, two wheels in the front and one in the back. And the base price, they say, will be around $26,000. But if you opt for the big battery, it gets up to about $47,000. And these are, they're taking deposits, and they'll be available in a year or so. Hmm. Yeah. Floating heads, floating all the way. <laughs> Okay. Wow, that's I, pretty you're, amazing. You're digressing. I, well, you, it's the Norelco reference. <laughs> now you're going to have the Norelco Santa, right? <laughs> yes. Indeed. You're going to play that too. Uh, well, not not at this minute, but you know, but maybe you know as we get closer to uh, the actual holiday. But uh, well, that, that is pretty amazing, though. You know, I, I never actually envisioned anything like that, and uh, you know, so that, that that's pretty cool to to just well, the, not have to uh, charge up. They claim the drag coefficient on this car is like. Point one four, and the the average car today the drag coefficient is point three something or other. Mm-hmm. A, a really uh, good production car will have a 
a drag coefficient maybe in the about 0.25. Mm-hmm. So this is, they claim, quite an improvement in aerodynamics. Yeah, amazing. And, and sorry, who is uh, producing that again? There's a company called Aptera. Aptera. A-P-T-E-R-A. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye on that. All right, um, anything else you have for us today? Oh, you name it, we got it. <laughs> what am I supposed to name? Oh, how about a Musk Minute? Do you have a Musk Minute? Okay, good, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> well, as we speak, the Starship, the first uh, full-up Starship, well, it's full-up in terms of shape. It's got three, but only three engines, is standing on the launch pad hmm. in Boca Chica, Texas, and SpaceX is looking to launch that today up to about 41,000 feet, hmm. flop over on its side to do like a belly flop to come down and then flip back upright to land on a landing pad down in Texas. So that uh, the space world's all, all a Twitter about that. Hmm. And uh, the uh, it's slated to go up sometime today. Oh, okay. But uh, uh, they play it close to the vest. They don't really have like a continuous feed from SpaceX. You have to go on the internet and find all these uh, other people who are who have cameras and feeding on YouTube to to look at this thing. Oh, so, so that's where we are today. Right. So, but, so you might yeah. be able to see live coverage of it in some form if you uh, right. search hard enough, I guess. Right. If you're willing to sit in front of your computer screen for another right. four hours. Right. Yep. Okay. And, uh, well, in addition to other Elon news, he's, he reiterated again he wants to die on Mars. He thinks that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Although just not on impact, as <laughs> he said before. And uh, although I think with going to Mars, hey, be a nice place to visit. I don't know if I'd want to live there. It's like <laughs> living in Antarctica. <laughs> right. Or die you know. there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you, well, it's like living in Antarctica. That it, uh, at the equator, it may get above freezing, but you still have to wear a space suit anyway, or a pressure suit. Right. And a lot of wind and a lot of dust. Or, or, or did you say, actually, did they say there's not as much dust as they thought? Is well, it's more, it's more like dust rather than sandstorms because the air is so thin. Right, right. It doesn't build up the, the force that, like you saw in the in the movie The Martian. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it would be more milder than that. But also in uh, SpaceX news, they just launched to the International Space Station a new Dragon cargo capsule hmm. that... Uh, has 20% more room for cargo because it's based on the Crew Dragon capsule without all the systems inside that would support the astronauts. So they would have 20% more room for cargo. And it also, they're looking at using it five times rather than just three times of the previous Dragon cargo capsule. Hmm. All right. Very so that's our Musk Minute. There's our Musk Minute. Uh, yeah. any, anything else you have? Well, staying in space or kind of staying in space and coming back to Earth, the uh, Japanese Hayabusa 2 probe just passed by the Earth and ejected a capsule that has material from the asteroid 
Ryugu. Mm. And it, uh, the capsule landed in Australia. It's been recovered. And uh, it has maybe a small amount of material, maybe just a gram or two, but it would be enough to analyze the composition of the asteroid, mm. which uh, most scientists figure is essentially pristine material from when it was formed. And what's interesting, the, the probe, the Hayabusa, which means falcon in Japanese, it flew by the Earth, and it's targeted to go by, uh, fly by, not do a sample mission of an asteroid in 2026, and mm. again, another one in 2031. Wow. So it's... Uh, Quite a versatile uh, spacecraft. There. Yes, pretty ambitious. Yeah. All right. And uh, okay. Uh, anything else you have? Yeah. What would you like? <laughs> well, I, I, I thought you might uh, touch on the, on the the Chinese uh, probe there too. That's the you know, the big news. Yeah. That was, that was. Uh, I'm waiting to see if they recover the uh, material there, but I haven't seen that because I got all excited about the Japanese. <laughs> but how about a sweating robot? Hey, why not? Okay. Well, you know, robots, are be, they're not just made out of, like, hard materials. A lot of them are flexible, made out of flexible uh, material, polymers and so on. And uh, because of that, they don't reject the heat as much. They, they, they can overheat. Well, Cornell University has come up with uh, what looks, you can call it a sweating robot. It's made out of a uh, an isopropyl amide, which is porous, and it uh, it responds at, at 30 degrees centigrade, which is pretty hot. It, it not pretty hot. It's about 80 degrees, 80 90 degrees. If the robot is uh, reaches that temperature, the material changes shape and squeezes water through micropores to the surface of the robot, and it gets cooled by evaporation. Hmm. So it kind of works like uh, you know a living uh, a living being does. Hmm. So they're they're working on that to uh, you know maybe help these robots uh, stay cool. <laughs> and then the next step would be to teach the robot to replenish the water. Yeah. Or you could say they can teach it how to drink. Uh, I Although. See. They'll probably just uh, refuel it with a spigot somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Does that mean you have to buy deodorant for your robot now? I don't know. It depends <laughs> on what water you use. You could, you know, maybe you could put a little disinfectant in the water and keep it uh, germ-free. Oh, there you, you go. Know. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's, uh, we've we've heard before. I mean, it. <laughs> you could put like anti. Uh, oh. Bacteria agents in it. Yeah, something to uh, right, right, right to to freshen up yeah. your environment uh, while, yep. while it does its job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you have for us? Well, one more. Okay. Right. We had the sweating robot. Now we have uh -huh. the uh, what's been called a self-powered knee, but it, it's not really a, a self-powered knee with uh, knee implants. Quite often, uh, say the recipient of the knee to, knee implant would overstress it. And then you would have to replace it within a couple of years. But what was been developed by uh, 
State University in New York at Binghamton, which has been renamed Binghamton University, they've come up with a knee implant that generates its own small amount of electricity by using the, the friction in the knee implant materials to produce electricity, which would power a sensor that could tell how much stress is being put on the knee so that the wearer can modify their behavior to keep the knee in good condition longer, that you would probably have this uh, hooked up, say, to your Apple Watch, and you could see how your knee is being stressed. And if it's, if it's being overstressed, your, your surgeon could recommend different activities for you to do that you, or different exercises to maybe either strengthen the muscles or not stress the uh, implant material. Mm-hmm. So that's a wrap for today. All right, that's a wrap. <clears throat> we'll have to get back to the politically incorrect music. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that <laughs> at some point. <laughs> okay, well well thanks very much. Let's do it again next week. Well, I'm glad we could get together. Have you talked at all about Bob Dylan selling out his music uh Library? No, no, I haven't. I, you know, just uh, decided to not touch that. I, you know, hey, Bob Dylan cashes in, man, and he's, he, you know, he's producing, he's producing CBD product now. Man. That's right. <laughs> it's a whole he's new got career. Got a lot of nerve. <laughs> I was just watching the Rolling Thunder review tour there. That that was a, quite a thing in 1975. <laughs> I recommend that highly to. Uh, is that on YouTube? To. I don't. Well, probably excerpts of it. It's on. It's on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix. But uh, oh, okay. Anyway, quite quite interesting. So, okay. Till next week, cousin Rick. All right. So that was cousin Rick calling in from Needham, Massachusetts, with Rick's Tech Talk, a regular feature of the Newtopian Dream.